The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Are we recording? Did you miss that? Did you miss our armpit chat? Uh, Is that a new segment? can't believe no one's noticed my toenails yet. No way. No way. No way. No way. No way are we back? What? Way. What? It's actually way. Huge kids and way. In a lot of ways. <laughs> Kia ora, welcome along to the real pod. The real pod rides again. As the doc says. <laughs> My name is Jane Yee. I thought that said WAP, but it's WAZ up. WAZ up. up. And um, WAP. There's a lot to cover in culture that we haven't been there for. Mm. We are starting off the pod the way that we left it, which is talking over each other and not even allowing me to introduce the podcast. It's, I your, know. it's your reality TV <laughs> recap and real life in New Zealand podcast. I'm Jane, I'm joined by Alex Casey and Duncan Grieve, and it is so good to be back. It's incredible. Cornies, we didn't even let you know this was happening, so I hope this is a nice pleasant surprise in your feed. Hope we didn't interrupt your NPR or whatever. I'm going to have to start letting people in the corner again now. What? I haven't been. Well, well, is, there a wait, is there a wait There's list? There's a wait list. How backed up is it? We've got like 15 requests, but I've... I've <laughs> well, that's actually fine. But yeah, I, I've actually it. like removed a few re- requests. Have you? Yeah. Celebrities? Some of them. Moles? Maybe, some moles. Anyway, so the corner is, um, Real Pod Corner is our Facebook group where you can go and chat and it's a lovely space. You can find us at facebook.com forward slash the Real Pod pod. No, it's rec room now, isn't it? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Just try and find it. Anyway, we're going to start off with a real life update and uh, it's an economics update. Uh, we're going to give you an update on the circular economy. Are we going straight into this? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, well... Happy birthday, Jane. It was Jane's birthday recently. Thank yeah, you. Are we, we just going? crashing well, straight in? Like, nothing we, happened. We should, we should, Pandemic, whatever. Let's I thought we just... should explain how we came to be back here. It was Jane's birthday, four score in last week. As the crow flies. And where were we? <laughs> we were at Nando's San Lucia. <laughs> Shout out, My Nando's. Nando's. Um, and I thought for Jane's birthday, lovely friend, would wrap her up a nice prezi. Mm. <laughs> so I wrapped it in brown paper, which is very crumpled. Did you notice? Yes. Because um, I am trying to not buy anything new, really. You're reusing, recycling. I put a nice face on it, wrote a nice happy birthday message, gave it to you. It was a lovely puzzle. It was a lovely puzzle. It it used to be my puzzle, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've been I've been puzzling for some years now. Mm. I've had got quite the collection. And when mm. we moved to the states, um, Alex Casey, the Gannett, she is, came over and took about nineteen of my puzzles. 
and everything else. And then you, I took sheets. You took a lot of things. I took flannel sheets. I need them back now. You have them. <laughs> Did you ask before you took or just took? No, I whipped them off the bed like, <laughs> like how magicians do that thing. <laughs> it was like sheets and the duvet didn't even move and I was out of there. <laughs> but so I took these puzzles home. Much to my partner Joe's chagrin. And he was like, get these out of the house. Oh my (laughs) God, Joe. So then I thought, well, um, I re-gifted them to my mum, who's also recently got into puzzling. She did all her puzzles over summer. Hang on, it's also, it's also her birthday, wasn't it? The same. You she, share a birthday with my mum, which is, is the circular economy. This is all too as much. As well. Yeah. I think. Uh, no. I think yes. <laughs> okay. Broadly, kind of. Overruled. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, so my mum did all the puzzles and then she brought them back and she was like, I thought you might like some of these. Me, not having seen any of them in my life, apparently, was like, this one's great. It's got a corn on it. And I was like, I can give that to Jane for her birthday. Thank you very much. Lovely friend. I got my puzzle back and actually I'm not sad about it because I regret giving you all those puzzles. Mm. So I've got more. Great. I can get them off my mum. Yes, please. <laughs> Thank you very much. You so can... in the end, it was actually lovely. It was also very funny. It do, was do very we funny. Pres- did the, I just want to make it clear to the listeners that Jane was regifted her own puzzle. Did we, was that? Did that definitely come out? She was regifted out? her own puzzle. It, it went via me to Alex me. Casey to Kathy Casey back to Alex me. Casey back to me back to Jane. Was it just final resting place? It's, it's well, who knows? For now, who knows? Maybe so, we can give so it away. Explain we the need circular to keep economy. It. It's like a chain letter. Mm. You know? Yeah. The circular economy is things going around. Yeah, in a circle. Back to the start. <laughs> <laughs> is that not correct? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that I think that's, that's economics. Okay, that's your, uh, that's your economics lesson for the day. Uh, who is Grayson at Warehouse Stationery? I'd like to give a big shout out to Grayson. I went to Warehouse Stationery to print off some things for an unrelated project, and he said, he was like, Are you Alex from The Real Pod? What? <laughs> And I couldn't believe it. I was bright red and I did a weird finger gun and I went, Grayson! <laughs> like that. <laughs> like I knew him, but I had only just met him. And he was sort of talking about how he missed the pod. And I was like, you know what? We've actually been talking about maybe bringing it back. And it's really nice that we've, we've met at this point in the journey. And I honestly believe without Grayson as the guardian angel, there may not have been as much uh, push towards this happening. Don't let Wayne know that. It's okay. There can be more than one push. Okay, listen. Yeah, that push. Yeah. (laughs) Which from him, no, there is actually just the one push, isn't there? And and he doesn't actually (laughs) do the push. Fuck the pushes. Go switch out of it. No, no, no. It's all good. It's another push. It is a deep cut. Okay, so um, the reason (laughs) Alex Casey is back is because no longer working on the reality TV thing at the moment, but because you have worked on the reality TV thing. Yes. Although we will be recapping the monstrous, amazing. Debut of season two of The Bachelorette NZ. Feet Alex Casey in the credits. So Alex won't be able to talk about it because she knows all the things and she knows that she can't keep a secret very well. Yeah, refuse. I can keep secrets very well. You can, but not under duress. Which is why when you start talking about it, I'm going to leave the room and (laughs) slam the door firmly (laughs) and not return. And at that point, uh, Stuart Soman-Lund, Corny, and also our live updates editor will come in and... Be Maybe Alex. the first person to know, sort of you, people who've leapt from the corner into the office as a, as a special breed. 
I'm not. Mm. I don't think that that's me. I was doing the podcast before the corner existed. Yeah, but but you're in the office all the bloody time now. I am. You know, I'm here a lot. You should start paying me. Anyway, <laughs> coming up on the Real Pod, we've got Wayne's World. We've got some delicious corn themed snacks for the Real Review. All your favourites: Community Notice Board, Collins Cranny. What's Max Key up to? And of course, as I mentioned, we'll be recapping Bachelorette. But first of all, let's get into some real news. Headline, seal found in Lower Hart Park. That is a headline in itself, but then it's followed up with tempted back into the water with sausages. Sausages. Mm. God, I love this country. Seals have gone too far. (laughs) From the water? Yes. (laughs) I saw some seals over Christmas at... um, is it Castle Point or Cape Palace? Sorry, I always forget. The one with the lighthouse and the seals. Is this the story wherein you almost lose... Joe? Yeah. Yeah. But the seals were so far away from the sea. They were on farmland. They were by the road. They were at the pub. It was mental. (laughs) But are they evolving? Is that what's happening here? (laughs) We're going to see seals with little feet and moustaches and pipes. Clothes, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so a seal found uh, found sunning itself in a lower hut cricket pitch was tempted back into the water with sausages. And I love this bit of journalism here. Cricketers were bowled over. (laughs) <laughs> when they spotted the animal after arriving at Waifetu's Tefiti Park around 8.20am on Monday to set up for a match. Imagine their surprise when they saw a seal sunning itself. They got the police involved. Uh, and the police did not know the age or sex of the seal, which seems like they need to go back to basic training. If, you don't, <laughs> if you're a policeman who can't figure out the age or sex of a seal when you happen upon it in a park, you don't deserve to be there. It's true. This it's is the day one problem with society. Police college. Um, I want to know, did the police officer go and buy the saucy? And also, single saucy? Just the one A butcher? A local butcher? Who knows? I don't reckon someone went and bought a saucy. I reckon someone had a saucy on hand. It seems like quite a leap to assume that sausages are going to work for the seal. As it says, in the wild, seals usually feed on fish or squid rather than bangers. (laughs) (laughs) I did love that line. A lot of good lines in in these stories. Like. I feel, feel like the, the craft of writing about stupid New Zealand stuff is really, it's reaching some kind of an all-time peak right now. It's 8.20am, no one's got a sausage on them. I mean, Mad Butcher definitely has sausages on a no, but game. I, I mean, no one, like, sort of in the moment you're not walking just like, oh, around I've got the saucy. Yeah. I think it's because, like, it's cricket ground, mm. fundraising, bag of cheap sausages, make some cash. True. But oh God. Steel basically stole money from the great cricketers, so that's pretty... Another mm. reason that seals are out of control. Speaking <laughs> of money, boy finds $5 note in the sea and sells it on trade me for more than $500. Is that circular economy? <laughs> is that just, what is that? That is feels that like one? it's also GameStop and uh, yes. hyperinflation. I love this line. From This is a quote from the boy. I picked it up to see what it was and it was a $5 <laughs> note. I was happy. I feel like that is the kind of thing that, I was like, is this Alex Casey's son <laughs> and has she been hiding something from us? I mean, he could be. Have you seen him? How well, old is he? I know. It's he- like, <laughs> <but> it's <laughs> wise look and feel. What were you doing about seven years ago, Alex? Possibly <laughs> secretly giving birth? I mean, I forgot the puzzle. What else have I forgotten? I mean, <laughs> good kid to have, truly. He can turn $5 into $500. He, um, he, it was a mildewed $5 note. He popped mm. on trade me, normal, and attracted a bid of $530. It was almost like That's a. Amazing. It was like a proxy for a give a little though, because the young man, uh, cute as a button, 
wanted to buy like a motocross bike. What, 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 I'm not looking at a screen. Two-stroke motorbike. Yeah, so it was a way of like making his dreams come true. My big fear is that there was like a frenzy, and then like me when I bought that um, special lemon, there's afterwards this kind of horrible <laughs> buyer's remorse, and um, and then you actually have to do the thing. Get the lemon. Well, we give them the five. How much did you pay? Can you give a bit of context for the special lemon? Okay, okay. Um, I think I have told this story on the pod, but it was probably many moons ago. Um, This would have been about 15 years ago. I was drunk on Trade Me, and I saw there was there was a post advertising a lemon that had a resemblance to a vagina. And whoa, wow. Yeah, and uh, it was it was a dollar reserve, and I was like, "That's so funny." Uh, and um, hang on, did it come up in the cool auction section, or did you just stumble upon it? Were you? What were I, you feel searching? Like was, I feel like it was shared. No, 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 no. I think it was shared with with me by some hilarious jackster, and I was like, "I'll show you a funny joke." But then I, the joke was on me because it was dollar reserve. Shockingly, there were no other bidders on this extraordinary piece of fruit. And I put in $10, but I didn't tick. What's that one? I haven't used Trade Me in so long. Auto bid. Well, I didn't tick auto bid. So you I just, just basically straight. went straight like, to $10. All my cards are on the table. And then the guy who lived, the seller, I can't remember <laughs> anything about them, thankfully. That's my mind protecting me from myself. Um, they came and, like, gave it to me in person. Oh, so wow. So they had to, like, it's just a very intimate transaction in so many ways. And uh, and I had to pay ten ten dollars for it, but got a huge amount of value from it because I still have it in my freezer with another lemon that looks like a bum. <laughs> and uh, talk about it sort of regularly. Yeah, a lot of people. There's a special subset of my friends who find that story very funny, and then another subset who just aren't friends with me anymore because it's so repellent. <laughs> anyway, so I wonder if that's what happened with the five hundred dollar bidder. They were like got caught up with the frenzy of the auction, and then now they've got this like oh I've got a Pay five hundred dollars for this mildewed, mildewed note. On there, I want to hear from <laughs> the corny who bought my bra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's right, folks. <laughs> I sold a bra and trade me, and, a corny and I turned it. a tidy coin on that bra. Turn. And I sold it to a coin, a coiny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, new subset. This is freakonomics. Cornies. <laughs> <laughs> Coinies has got it. What is it? Planet so, money. Yeah. What? What are? What are coinies? Are they? Is that thrifty corner or is that like our version of Wall Street bets? I think it's rich coinies. Cashed up coinies. Cashed up coinies. coinies. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Wow. I, like that. Um, I can't quite. I could. I can go back through my uh, archives and find out who it was, but I want to know how that's going for you. Lonely bar, of course, cancelled. But oh well. But hey. you got out ahead of the cancellation, I did. right? I did. So that's. It's not enough support for me. I want to. <laughs> I, I want to. Um, I want to not do a couple of these stories. I feel like time's getting away on us already. What is it? Uh, we've got. We've got. We've already been talking for like fifteen minutes or something. Okay, oh. we can skip the ambergris. Oh. Ambergris one. Do men take longer fine. than women to poo, Duncan? You. I mean, that, 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 look, that's actually a ripping, ripping yarn, but it's from the conversation from Australia. It's not original New Zealand reporting. Mm. What's the answer? Interest. The the answer is. We don't know, oh, but, okay. a, but 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 an unscientific study suggests men take considerably longer. Right. Um, but it was it was actually really well written. Well, no, I just I wanted to know is a study in terms of like actual the woe to go motion, <laughs> or is it Hang on, time it? spent sitting on Lou? Well, that's so, no, a different it's supposed to be the story. motion. Like that's what he's specifically d- concerned with the motion. 
Right. But the low time, low I feel timers. like it's obviously men. Can I also just clarify? It's go to woe, not woe to go. Woe to go. Not the way I do it. <laughs> <laughs> so not po-shame. Oh, hi, Jane. <laughs> okay, All I'm uh, saying is we've moved our magazines into the toilet in our household. What, what kind of magazines are we talking? Um, North and South. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I know. Fancy booze. Uh, <laughs> Metro starring me. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> You're in a supermarket. <laughs> keeping it Kiwi, though. Keeping it Kiwi. I've got 10,000 six asses. This is so amazing. This has got nothing to do with New Zealand, but the story is such a capital Y yarn. But this is just Tycoon's fury at Brexit bureaucracy. Do people have any idea what we are talking about this whole time? Of course they don't. Like, honestly, I'm like freaking out right now. (laughs) You're just saying crazy words. (laughs) Okay, explain it. Explain it. Top liner. It was the front page of some tabloid. Top tabloid. In in Britain. I haven't got it open, Jane. Okay, I'm going to read you the actual headline. Okay, so in yellow, in highlighted yellow, it says Tycoon's Fury at Brexit Bureaucracy, and you're probably expecting to hear about... You know, economy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the actual headline is, I voted leave, dot, 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 but now I've got 10,000 sex asses stuck at Calais. <laughs> and sex asses is in caps and red, yes. to be clear. And then there's sort of a sex ass. Um, His face... <laughs> is so good, by the way. Like it's uh, it's absolutely what you imagine a sex ass tycoon to look like. Very, and, and it's like blank and furious at the mm. same time. And mugshot. Yeah, very <laughs> mugshot. Should we say what a sex ass is? Well, do we know? I don't think the story I really mean, tells us. I think us. it's it's a it's a sex toy. It's a bottom. But what? what it's it, from the waist. So much good information <laughs> in the <this> story. It's <laughs> waist to thigh. In a in a lady laid down with her bottom up in the air. Oh man, I don't think it's standard uh, gender. Well, we can't see all of it. We can only see it in profile. We can only see its silhouette. So uh, it's a person's bottom in the air. Yeah. (laughs) What I what I what I what I love. Whatever you like. As though this guy's staunch defence of the British-made sex ass (laughs) and his probably racist denigration of Chinese sex ass industry. I just am shocked. Like, so much industry has left Britain over the last sort of 70-odd years, and yet they have retained sex asses, which I would have thought would be primed for outsourcing. You know, I don't know how Britain has retained its lead in, like, a good old... Fa- like, and, and he's adamant that uh, you can feel the quality. Mm. He says, Many of the sex asses <laughs> coming out of China are substandard and made by what is essentially slave labour, my sex asses are all made by British craftsmen, <laughs> and so we can command a premium price. price. This story was put together by uh, Barney Samuels. Can you imagine and stand up? Barney, got a sex ass story for you. You need to get, get you down to Calais right now and speak to sex ass Supreme O'Brien. He's <laughs> in the caption. Or Barney's placed an order, Barney's and he's been waiting. <laughs> and he got an email from Brian. Like, I think I got a lead. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible story. But you know what? Support local, support the local crafts people. Yeah. I have noticed he said crafts he men. Yeah. And yeah. it could be. Um, we don't know that. I, um, in every in every facet of your life. Yeah. Really. Even sexassery. Even sexassery. <laughs> I did do some regrettable Googling <laughs> to find out how much a sex ass costs. I did not get very far before I got in big trouble with hey, results. <laughs> regrettable Googling feels like a section for the podcast. Okay, we'll yeah. add it to the news. Because I, I certainly did some at our um, luncheon. 
Yes, you did. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. That was a shocking one to pull up on my telephone a few days later. <laughs> uh, we just wanted to know how roosters do it. Right? Yeah. That was it. Anyway, JJ and Manu. It's been a year since JJ and Manu's tour of New Zealand. Oh. And they're still chatting. They're still loved up, even though they've broken up. They broke up because of COVID. JJ did a, um, a live Insta the other night. She was on the wines. Um, special guest, Manu. What? It was so great. Did Listen, you watch it? I watched I watched as much of it as I possibly could. And How much was that out of interest? I, I mean, I feel like I watched for probably a good 25 minutes. Whoa. Yeah, he wasn't on the whole time. She got her brother on, and then she started getting very upset about the New Zealand government wouldn't give... They, they don't consider love. They don't look at everyone's individual circumstance when they're considering visas, and it's really unfair that Manu but can't This is actually so similar to the Brexit bureaucracy, which <laughs> held up our poor sex-ass token, yeah. you know? Just it's like you can't, bring, you can't that is paint the everything with such a broad brush when, no. there's, when there's love at stake. Don't get me shy, baby. The people look at me now. <laughs> That's just a little tidbit from Aww. their from their life. Can we sort of start something to get the people? Get Mano- we can get the wiggles in, mm. you know, because of that's public- what I mean. I think that's what she said. I think just like right. you get the wiggles in. Surely Manu can. We come need up. a politician to take it up as like a, a yeah. cause célèbre. Yeah, <laughs> because they also when they were here and when they were travelling around in January, that was great for tourism. Mm. It was amazing. I followed for them tourism. around Christchurch. Forget forget to do something new, New Zealand. Just do something with Manu, Manu New Zealand. <laughs> Manu Zealand. Do we yes. just rebrand? Manu Zealand. And he's a prime minister somehow, straight away. He has to come in. Okay, the best wow. bit, the best bit, of, it was really like, it was really glitchy and she was kind of like, are you at work? And, and he couldn't hear her and then, he, and then they started talking about the, what they were up to this weekend and all this kind of stuff and it was just, it was very painful. But not, not, not because the content wasn't good, just, you know, bad connection. Um, but then this is this is the end of their conversation. Have fun. I love you. Okay. Have fun. I love you so much. In public. I love you. No. I love you. Tell me later. Hi. <laughs> goodbye. <Some> goodbye. <laughs> Immigration New Zealand. Are you hearing this? <laughs> But that's, she didn't want him to be saying I love you to her because while she was on the live. It wasn't for, it was just real. And, mm. you know, like that That in some ways shows just how, not just for immigration purposes, the, the love is. I just like that it's still, I, it's still going. It's still, there's still enjoyment to be had um, out of the beautiful relationship between JJ and Manu. So it's not too late to get on. Hopefully before long we'll be Manu Zealand. <laughs> Do you want to talk about? Oh, <coughs> do you want oh, to talk about your red lipped batfish? Yeah, I don't. You add the, You put this on the dock. Did I? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you yeah. sent it to me. Just because I sent you a picture. If you're around a phone or computer right now, just do yourself a favour and Google. Maybe we should have like Critter Corner or something. If I'm <laughs> Critter of the Week. So the red corners. The red lipped batfish is my Critter of the Week. <laughs> it is a little bottom dwelling, bottom feeder sort of triangle little guy. Much like us. With bright red lips. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, just highly recommend taking a look. You have to go to the Galapagos Islands if you actually want to see one. But the red lip batfish, very beautiful, looks kind of pissed off, but also glamorous. And gets around with, by moving its anal fin through the sand. <laughs> and I'm doing an action here. She's, she's, 
and pulling her anal fin and <laughs> moving around. And that's Critter Corner. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Let's just go straight into Wayne's world. How comfortable is too comfortable in a relationship? When you in The Simpsons jump What out. frustrates you about the preconceptions around your generation? What was the first album you ever owned? If you were to blend your fantasy series, which would it be? What was your gateway podcast? So I've My not heard that. God. You have. That's fantastic. Oh. Thank you. Did you just... Yeah. Did you sing? Is that you? Call me Paul Williams. Wow. <laughs> I can't believe that. Um, Does Wayne know about this? Yes, I, we've used I, this before. This is not pretty. the first time we've used it. I think what happened was when I was in the States and we weren't playing the Stings live over the thing, so uh-huh. I would have been hearing it and you wouldn't, and then you never listened to the podcast, obviously. No, of course not. Okay, so we're going to have to be quick because time is of the essence, but um, <laughs> if you don't know who Wayne is, who the bloody hell are you? Um, too late, basically. Wayne? No. No? They can find out. Okay, just go in the corner if you can find it on the internet somewhere. Okay, um, so Wayne, Wayne is, he's a poll machine. He's constantly posting Unofficial polls. Unofficial mayor. Unofficial mayor of the corner. Uh, and he posted a post, was this today? Yesterday? Was listening to a podcast talking about Juicy Shaw. It's easy to forget how this show impacted pop culture at the time. During season three, they were pulling nine million viewers an episode. Even in 2021, the Juicy Shaw family vacation follow-up series does good numbers and has been renewed again. How much of a fan were you? And from the following list of cast members, who were your favourites? So... I feel like the situation was robbed. <laughs> <laughs> One vote. I want to see the latest though, because I feel like there's not that many votes there. So let's just—I'll just see if when there's an update. But in the meantime, do you want to just, uh, just, just, talk just riff? Sure? Well, I, I, I um, only watched season one, but I really, 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 really loved season one. And I also wonder if that, because I, I feel like it, the, the situation's robbery was in, in this poll was probably impacted by his later. Antics, uh, potentially. Oh, what did he do? Well, I don't know. I assume bad things. Cause oh, you don't know? No, but uh, that's just a vibe. Um, I interviewed Snooki. That's my claim to Jersey Shore fr- fame. I Amazing. Ro- I, I wrote about her for Sunday Magazine, which I think is quite posh. Wow. I loved Snooki. I thought she was like a real... I, I think just think Jersey Shore was amazing. Like, it, it was a... It felt like... Sorry, I'm being earnest. Damn it. But, you know, like it... <laughs> It, it was. It just felt quite a landmark reality TV show. It felt like that. It's that version of Italian American culture. Like you had that kind of. Oh my gosh, this is a whole fully formed thing that really exists. And I'm sure there was a lot of artifice in it, but like, I just bought it and loved it. And I remember all there was like so much anger and fury, which is always a good sign that something's been been done well. But it was probably like I, I've been thinking about it a bit lately for no good reason and. Wanting to rewatch it, but also almost scared to, because there's no doubt that there was mm. some comp- there was some bad situations on there. But it seemed very groundbreaking, like, like all of the, all of the like, um, what do they call that camera thing when you the black black is it black what what's that thing? Oh, night, night, night vision. vision. Night vision. Like Buffalo I, Bill. <laughs> I don't remember the night like having seen night vision, sexy stuff on reality TV yeah. before then, and that felt like very transgressive. Love Paulie D as a disc jockey. I think he still plies his trade to this day. Huge fam, what about you? I just still to this day say things that I forget are from. Like I'm always like, cabs are here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like little things like that. And burgers for the boys. <laughs> like all those little catchphrases that are just there that seem almost untethered from the show now because they're just so good. Mm. Cabs are here was great. Real funny to lift up your shirt and go, okay, we got a situation. <laughs> <laughs> 
which I highly encourage doing after you've had a large meal. <laughs> but yeah, I just loved it. I don't really watch it. I'd watched, I watched, I watched, I dipped in and out. I just mm. remember lots of hair pulling, which is great. I love hair pulling. It reminded me a lot of growing up with four sisters. Mm. Um, but I love Snooky as well. And latest poll update uh, remains much the same as it did yesterday. Snooky and Vinny, uh, first equal, followed by Paulie D, the situation, and Jay Wow. Oh, um, yeah. The situation the celebrates five years sober a week ago. So, congratulations! That's huge. I'm, That's I'm amazing happy for the situation. Him. Okay, we have to keep. We have to keep. Tra- Sorry, I feel like I'm just like a freight train pushing through. <laughs> no, no, it's good. <laughs> this is great. Five out of five for me. It's the nicest thing that's ever happened. And that's the real review. We are going to eat on Mike as fast oh, as we yuck. can. <laughs> Thanks for sent to us by Corny. So, just say that again, Duncan. You mean oh, oh yeah. yum? I'm, oh yum. These are also. <laughs> These are, these look like dead stock. Like they they've seen some things. <laughs> They're expired Very snacks. Very sticky on the outside of the pack. Expired snacks that have been sitting in my drawer since Christmas time. They were expired when they arrived. Did they come are we from open the them United all? States? Should we do one a week? Let's do one okay, a week. Okay, let's just let's start with um. What have you got there? I've got the um. That's the newest looking Sweet one. Sweet chaos, ca- cake batter popcorn. Okay, it's all corn flavored snacks sent to us by Liv, uh, Liz Cleveland. Thank you, Liz. I don't think they're all corn flavored. No, they're, they're corn, all made corn from themed, corn. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> Smell good or terrible? It smells. It smells like um, iced animals. Oh yum! Yeah, it was just quite a lot. Are they all stuck together? Is this from a coiny? Shall we say? Yeah, these expired in November, so they're fine. That's good. That's Ooh. fine. Popcorn's good always, isn't it? Oh, that's oh, often sale. <laughs> next, next week's uh, got a bit of that's a, gonna sound a really June good. expiry, a June last year, and these are actually s- no, no, these are also expired. I mean. Okay, I, November, quite, though. I quite like the, the sweet chaos handmade kettle corn. I yeah, feel well, like can if you stop bogarting them? They have sprinkles on them just to paint your picture at home. They are soft to the bite. <laughs> I don't know if they're supposed to be soft to the bite, but I feel like if they were in date, these would be honestly the perfect snack. They're kind of crusted in um, mm. party sprinkles. Mm. Marzipan? They're, like, they're iced. Not marzipan. I think it's a marzipan. I don't taste any almond. I'm not I getting any almond. almond. Okay, if there's almond in there, and I've tasted something correctly, I'll be so proud. Okay. What are we giving them out of 10? I actually kind of love it. I love it too. Is it the imagined actual product, or is it the one, the sort of degraded? I mean, okay, the degraded product I'll give, like, it's still a solid, like, 7.58, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if they were slightly crunchy, I'd, I'd definitely give them a 9, 9.5. Okay, it's got sp- spirulina. Oh. It doesn't. So, it doesn't say almond, but I think we will agree there's almond in there. Well, I don't agree. There's a silent almond. I disagree. I enjoy that sweet cake. But mm, that, you can really taste that spirulina. Yeah. <laughs> it's really coming through. <laughs> Is that healthy? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's very healthy. Tell you what's not healthy: everything that Colin craves. Colin's cranny. Colin's cranny. Colin's cranny. 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 Colin's Cranny. Ooh, little bit no, early. It's a little early. It's a little I'm early. out of practice. Hey, in Colin's Cranny this week, he had on January the 21st, which actually a while ago, he had a weird craving for strawberries on fresh cream sponge cake. Yum. 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 Just three days later, I'm not sure how he got on with the fresh cream sponge cake, but he indulged in the most delicious donut I've ever seen in my life. So it's a long donut. It's got fresh cream on it. It's got strawberries on it. It's got Raspberry. freeze-dried raspberries. No, bit of... I don't think that's freeze-dried. Do you I think, think that's it's just fresh? fresh? Oh, wow. 
Um, it's got like Framboise. a coolie. It's got a coolie. There are some freeze-dried rabies. That's, that's what the sprinkled stuff is. You can see little pink. Well, yeah, but... As well as. And uh, a little bit of mint or something. It also looks like a kind of a grouchy crocodile. Do you sort of see what, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. With a, like a sort of donut crocodile. Anyway, yum, basically. Yum. yum. And beyond all of the delicious treats... What does Colin crave more? Colin oh craves his cardboard cutout more than anything in this world. This, this, is, this is a saga of which has no, no end or no sense. No. Top line is that we were a long time ago, long term loaned a, uh, what was it, Bake, bake Off? Hottest Home Baker. Hottest Home Baker cardboard cutout. And we have been very willing to release the hostage. <laughs> For no ransom, and Colin has been aggressively keen to have it back in his custody, and somehow we've real potted it. Just we've absolutely it chronically real potted it. Is that, Colin, so if you're listening, right now. just show up during work hours. You can see his feet. You can see I his can feet see his just feet. underneath there. So it's there. still here. Beautiful. Yeah. But I've been fielding messages and voice memos at all hours of the night for the past. When did we? Did we get it for the corny Christmas? Yeah. Not last year, but the year before. 2019. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's been around. <laughs> and our lovely office manager, Lucy, has been trying to get hold of him to return it. He's befriended me on Facebook, I can only assume, to have to me as a backup. Negotiator. Yeah. He hasn't, he hasn't sent me a message yet, but I'm just waiting for it. Uh, we'll give you an update next week. Oh, yes, we're going to be back next week. This is, this is an oh, yeah. thing, by the way. It's a good thing to reveal now. <laughs> so just, um... just for the hardcore fans who've made it this far, we will be back. It's the community notice board. This segment really flagged in the last incarnation of this podcast. It started off with a hiss and a roar and then we stopped getting submissions. And since we've been not podcasting, the corner's been going crazy with community notice board submissions, including this one from the Upper Hut community page. A room is available in a four-bedroom house in Brown Owl. The other tenants are men aged over 50, probably not ideal for a young couple, and one of the present residents can be hostile to women. Oh I'm not going to bother reading the rest. It's just, each, it's just like boring Well, details. hold on. How much is it a week? 200. Wi-Fi, ultra, gas, water, Do the trade I mean, it's Discount for the hostility. <laughs> not a bad price, all-inclusive. And one meal a week with flatmates. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, this is amazing. I, I can't tell whether, what, it, what it, as women, um, what 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 do you think? I mean, good to know. Yeah, great. To, thanks for the heads up. Yeah, uh, we'll be moving on. Um, <laughs> My only thought reading it as a generous read was so. I've been looking at a lot of dogs on Trade Me recently, and dogs have funny gender preferences sometimes. Ah. And I was like, is is that a, is a, one of the present residents a dog? That's like a, a dog very like, generous read. No, no, it totally is. And I, I definitely don't think it is. But the can be is also doing a lot of work. Like some can days, loves a woman. Do you know what I think yeah. it is? I think they want another male flatmate, but they don't want to advertise for a male flatmate because they're worried that they're breaking some sort of gender They don't want to get in trouble with the with, with, minister for yeah. women. Other, other question. I feel like this will possibly <laughs> get them in Possibly still rises <laughs> yeah. to the threshold. What about it's Brown Owl? Is that a place? Because that sounds bloody cool. Isn't there a good owl? Um, oh, owl Sanctuary in New Zealand that's got a good oh, name. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, and it's got sold or something? Or no, it's, it's shutting down, I think. Alcatraz! Bam! <laughs> Alcatraz! That's amazing. Take that and party. That is such a good Brown name. Brown Owl is definitely a place. I've heard of it before. Oh. 
It's an upper hut, I assume. I don't want to being on the upper hut community page. Yeah, but you've okay. got somewhere to live. What's the most chilling thing is the smiley face emoji at the end. Well, it's also quite a kind of mild smiley. Yeah. What can we do? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, it feels like it was also like a compliment sandwich. Like... The, the good thing, great, a room, four-bedroom house, lovely, Brenna, what a place to live. Oh, he's a hostile woman. And then all the lovely details. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was, well, he did the best he could do with what he had, yeah. the information that he had available, right? Okay, let's move on to the Franklin Grapevine. This is yours, Alex. Oh, yeah, this is an interesting thing. This is more of a visual one. It is. <laughs> well, <laughs> works well for a, po- for a podcast, <laughs> just like the donut before. I recently found this growing on the side of the road. Who said 5G towers, towers aren't harmful? I'm waiting for this to turn to popcorn. And what it is, is something that I've, I'm not that familiar with nature, really, <laughs> and how things grow. Yeah. We'll recall the Brussels sprout gate and yeah. asparagus gate. Yeah. But it's sort of like, it looks like a thistly sort of stalk and then it's just got this long head of corn Delicious but it doesn't look corn. like corn that I've seen before no. where is the husk but but I wonder if like you know how the corn it's like bananas they used to be heaps of bananas and it was just this one banana and mm. maybe this is just some cooler like, artisan corn that doesn't grow like the mass produced corn and it splinters off or something and what have you mm. what what do you reckon how do you read the who said 5g towers is, is that just like a funny person Saying a funny thing, I or are they so. just terrified? Because that's like, a lovely I'd like bit to of think, writing. I'd like to think they were just having a, a lull. That plant, so the thing that gets me is I'm like, that could just be some funny little plant that grows in the wild. Yep. But what really strikes me with the cornness are those little wispy bits. Yeah. The fibres. Yeah. That look very much like when you open up your corn and get that shit stuck in your teeth. Yep. I think so. Benjamin, not to use his name. <laughs> What? Has, no, that's his full name. <laughs> has husked it. Oh, he's husked it. He's I, taken the husk I, I would have thought that, but then you look at the stalk, and the stalk's fully weird as well. The, so. the stalk definitely looks very <laughs> weedish. This is, this is yeah. and, and when I say weed, I mean like. Oh, Tina's head is in her hands right now. She's just, like, <laughs> just look at that, Tina. Can you see that thing? Does that not look like corn? Very round, though, kernels. Very round. It's fucking ripe is what it is. Okay. It's like a corn lollipop. I'd love to know if he had a nibble. mm. Anyway, we'll put the resource somewhere so you can all enjoy this. (laughs) Benjamin looks like a dude as well. I'm just saying someone else's name. I shouldn't have done that. Okay, we'll beep it. (laughs) (laughs) This person said in the Beach Haven and Birkdale community page... Who the fuck thinks it's a good idea to crank Celine Dion, The Power of Love, at 11.56pm is a good idea? Five question marks. (laughs) Two questions and the one question. Yeah, that's an oddly phrase. A lot of fury in there. But let's just put a poll. Let's just do a quick random hands throw of hands poll. Who thinks it's a good idea to crank Celine Dion, The Power of Love, at 11.56pm is a good idea? Hands up. All our hands are up. 100% in favour. That that motion has passed. Yeah, love it. Tell you who has forgotten Max Key. Instagram. Very hard to find him on Instagram these days because he's not very active. He's done one post. Was it two? Oh, I see. It's, was that was like a. It's, yeah. a, it's yeah. one post that's like I've two photos. Mm-hmm. I mean, he should have. He should have done two posts. He should have egged them out if this is all he's got to offer. But he's done one post in like a thousand years, and it was on Christmas Day. <gasps> it says, Merry Christmas from the Keys. And it's him standing uh, outside a lovely little, like a jacuzzi lap pool type thing. 
Are they wearing the same pants? Yeah, they're wearing. I didn't realise. Who was she? Those are um, Peter Alexander pajamas because Joe got a set for Christmas. <gasps> Fuck it, I think from Robert Tom might Alice. have those. Anyway, lovely Amazing. gingham, gingham, red and blue. If you if you're playing along at home, but just have a look at Max Key's Insta. It's it is that gingham. Oh, tartan. Sorry, it's not mm. gingham. Tartan. I mean tartan. <laughs> Don't mean to fact check. No, 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 no. That's you're absolutely right. Socks. He's wearing socks. socks. He's wearing socks. On so the it's hot. It's hot enough to not. So he's doing the full vase, uh-oh, on the top, but then still wearing sports socks. Yeah. Maybe he's got toe Anyway, the most important thing is who's the lady friend? Unlike some. Who's the lady friend? <laughs> the mystery blonde. <laughs> and is she a key now? Are they married? What's going on? I'm very Merry confused. From the I need to know more. Mm. If we can get some intel, that'd be great. Just email us podcasts. It's not Steffi. If they're not engaged or married, I feel like I wouldn't like to be called from the keys. Well, the next photo is of the actual keys. Ah, oh. so there is yeah. So I mean, he's presumably referring to that. Well, Max is still looking after himself. Hey, he what really is. To, um, the dog, the Pomsky. Didn't he own that with? Was oh, it Amelia? Lost or? custody. Yeah, yeah, and I think that maybe I've, I've still the seen Pomsky. the dog Cairo. Cairo. <laughs> Cairo the Pomsky. Yeah. I have. I did see him with the dog post breakup. So I think they definitely had a, a custody arrangement at least for some time. But <laughs> I'm not sure what's happened since. Anyway, Alex Casey. Off, I'm going. Off your I'm going out. Wow. Jeez. No, I just, and it's a cute little thing. I made it's cute. It's yeah. cute. You live maybe sometime. Thank you for having me. Run enjoy the reality TV chat. I will not be participating because <laughs> I am going. I'm okay. going to do a fake, like, angry. Ugh. I have four weeks to decide if I'm going to drop my entire life for you. I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. <laughs> I don't even know you. Okay, so we've got our live updates editor, Stuart Salmonland, behind the mic. So oh, can I do that again? No. I think it's funny. It's my thing now. Every time. You, did I get it right earlier? Did I get it right earlier? Yeah, you got it right earlier. I did get it right earlier. Well, I wasn't here to hear Making that, progress. So I don't know if that's true. Anyway, <laughs> Stuart's our live updates editor. He's filling in for Alex Casey on Batch Chat because she is sworn to secrecy about absolutely everything uh, to do with the bre- the Bachelorette. Um, but also you've come in with some breaking news, which won't be breaking probably by the time you hear this. No. But it might be if you don't really care that much about Grand Designs. Ooh. Oh, Tell us more. Chris Moller, is that even his name? I don't even know if that's his name anymore, but he's gone. He's no longer the host of Grand Designs New Zealand. This is breaking as of... Right now, but not when you're listening to this. I but. bloody love Chris Moller. Yeah. I love him. He was the perfect He was the perfect. Kevin I McLeod. cannot <laughs> think of anyone who will be able to do that job better. Mark Richardson. No. He's Absolutely not. experience with housing. I no. like the idea of Mark Richardson being the only host, just slowly but surely yeah. <laughs> taking over all of the hosting real Mark estate. Mark Green, gone. Mm. Mark Richardson. Gone. I mean, in. in. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That was very easy, but I watched it. Tina, can you cut that? No, we're not cutting that out. That's saying it. (laughs) Ridiculous. Okay. So, The Bachelorette NZ is back. (gasps) Season two, we've got a bloody lovely Bachelorette. Not that there was anything wrong with last year's ones. Well. Except for Lucina was, uh, to me, a little too closed in. Mm. Yeah. She didn't really know more about Lexi than I ever did about Lucina. Yeah, that's fair. Except for that Lucina was a doctor. Yeah. That's all I know. That's all I know. Lexi is a marketing (laughs) and brand. Something. Who cares? She's she likes, so good. She likes dogs, loves dogs. Yep. She likes her family. She likes the outdoors. She wants heaps of babies. Yeah. Which, I mean, sure. Well, 
have one before you have, say exactly. Heaps, you know okay, that's that's what we're getting at here. Yeah, and I just think the fact that she clearly her job is based around making people look good or making things look good, like she is just a perfect fit for being the focus of a TV show. She's self-aware. So yeah. she knows how to go- do good telly. She knows yeah. that she needs to draw the content out of the guys. So she's going in there. I feel like, like Lucina, I have to just compare because that's all I've got to go on. Well, I mean, there was Lily as well. But she's definitely vibing more Lily than Lucina. Yeah. She's got Lucina's glam and then Lily's kind of just casual, fun attitude, right? Yeah, so she, she, she is unselfconscious. And just knows how to make good television in a very natural, unaffected way. But I feel like even in, in some ways, like she throws back to the Art Green season of The Bachelor in that it's not a, like well, Lily was incredible, but Lily was also like a star mm. and had star power within the context of the show, yeah. whereas she is just part of the cast mm-hmm. in a way that's really kind of refreshing. Yeah. Was Lily cast in season one because Lucina needed another Bachelorette? Or I don't know how because that's... Ima- I, I don't, couldn't imagine Lexi having another Bachelorette, you know, like she is enough. But there was also <laughs> the sort of Antipodean trend of just having some curveballs. And in, in, yeah. that, in that case, they did the, both the mole and the, um, mole. the double Bachelorette. And they've got they've come back with the mole again. They really or moles, we love a mole. Plural, possibly. I don't know. There's been because they there was the there's the, the the driver, but then there was also another cutaway later on to like look like a production person. I think it's the same person. I think it's the same person. It's the same person. So they're yeah. making it look like there's a production person who is also the driver. Um, but I, my guess is it's her sister. Does she have a sister? Yeah. That's my feeling. Surely. I, I briefly wondered if it, basically the, the deal is the person's wearing a mask because it's recorded under level two. I sort of wondered, because she's not a million miles away from looking like Lucina, which would be the most extraordinary comeback given the acrimony that surrounded the end of uh, Bachelorette season one. But I think yeah. probably on balance more likely to be a sister. But or the reason not like Lucina at all to me. But the reason why I thought it could be two people is because in the car shots, you can't see her face. And in the shot at the end of the second episode, it's from like the side, like you can't see her face again. But then the shot of the production person, you just see her face. So why would they bother trying to hide her? Look, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it's exciting. It's exciting. It's exciting. I can't answer any of these questions, but that's where we left the show tonight was on, yeah. on who is the mole. That's how yes. that works. Anyway, the guys, red carpet arrivals. Um, I just want to say the candles, What that was... Yes. I understand why... I, but man, it looked crazy. But why couldn't they just say no touching? Because also then as soon as they get in the house, suddenly hover hugs are fine. Past she like took things off them mm. without sanitizing. <laughs> like there was yeah. no continuity with the social distancing. Also, I think if you're gonna do that, like at least top line it, don't sort of pretend like it's just oh, it's yeah. randomly standing behind a wall of fire. One they of them did, literally said that. They, yeah. they did uh, They did explain it, but after far too long. They left yeah. it far, yeah. far yeah. too yeah. long. Yeah. Um, I just was like, wow, she really doesn't want any of these guys to go in for a kiss or, you know? Like, that yeah. does happen on the US batch. Sometimes they just go in for a, a, a pash straight out, like, for the shock value. Um, but no. Should we pick a favourite entrance each or, or least favourite or just most remarkable? Is that a thing to do? <gasps> the Am basketball some... was oh a moment. Oh, my God. So that was uh, Zach, Zach, That was Zach. right? There was an incredible comment, slightly harsh comment in the Real Pod Corner, shout out to, to the Cornies, where they said that, because um, Art said that he's like the reincarnation or like, the, he's basically he called him Zac Efron and someone in the corner, because he's with a basketball, and someone in the corner said he's less Zac Efron in High School Musical and more Zac Efron playing Ted Bundy, which I thought was <laughs> the perfect comment. Is, still Zac Efron though. Yeah, still, still Zac Efron. Still Zac Efron. But... That's the point. <laughs> he, um, he is, he's... What an amazing... He's, 
I'm obsessed with this dude. Like he's got an amazing voice, amazing backstory. I love how into sales he is. Um, I love that he would not give up the basketball. He clearly went in going, I'm really good at basketball. Yeah. I play. I'm hyper competitive. And if she takes the ball, there is a chance I don't get it back and I can't leave the production. Like yeah. it was a very deliberate, I, you know, I'd love to. I know it would be good for my progress on the show, but I, I actually can't do yeah. this. Yeah, he's got his priorities right. He also yeah. threw out one of the best quotes of the night, which was, every day, bro, when they asked, like, how often have you competed for a woman in the real world? <laughs> Just by existing, <laughs> he's competing for women. Oh, he's so good. Um, quite, I, I, like, personally, I'm not um, visually, like, turned on by any of these guys at this point, yeah. except for Jack. Quite liked him. Yeah, young not, Jack. Young Jack, yeah. night one, lot of, I felt like he had a lot of makeup on. <laughs> I always think they look better looking when they're in their civvies instead of those ill-fitting suits that they have on. They a lot like, of ill-fitting suits. All ill-fitting suits. Oh, my God, suits. was that Brayden who had just that, that giant jacket? His hands and were the, just like his little fingertips peeking the out. The plumber there. guy who sort of was quite top-heavy in a sort and of and Zach Franich that, way. And he was also, he just... Just staring eyes and his mouth yeah. seemingly disconnected from his eyes in terms of the expression. <laughs> Frankenstein's and, monster. Oh, very, very unnerving man. <laughs> anyway, he, he's Ted Bundy. I know. No disrespect. I know. Lovely. I know for a fact that by the end of this, I'm going to be in love with it, uh, probably four of them. That's what happens. Who's I get desensitized. I don't know who are they going to be. I don't know yet, and I'm so excited to go on this journey. Speaking of which, Todd, uh, Todd, Todd's a contender. Tara, really? Tara Ward, and so. myself have uh, done a little recapy, little chat post-batch chat that gets into some of the weeds if you want to go check out the spinoff.co.nz Please do My favourite was Tutera Mina Iwi by the way um, Mine was mine was Todd and that just that giant stuff <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was a costume and he was getting out of the car dressed as a giant koala and I was a little disappointed when that wasn't what actually happened And I, I just love an import like I just brazenly you know like I'm pretending to be in New Zealand but you obviously yeah you know basically came over to be on a reality show it's beautiful Who's Vaz? Vaz is Alexander. Vaz is a surname, surname listed on site. So, but it's but it's Alex from Heartbreak Island. Yeah. Correct. Coming back for another go. Which they haven't revealed yet, in the same way they didn't with uh, Tavita. Tavita. Yeah. Last time around. I completely forgot Tavita was on as well. Mate. So is this just the thing now that every season someone from Heartbreak Island? And will he get a hernia? There are so much. So to, many to be questions. First impression: Rose went to Matt, who did two Tatamainaiwi. Who really botched as a subsequent impression. He did. He really yeah. did. And, but then she also gave out seemingly 164 roses before mm. the rose ceremony. And none of those people who got those roses were invited to the rose ceremony. A I'm lot of the roses were sort of music-based. She liked, oh, she liked the jazz guy? Nathan, guitar. I think he got one, didn't he? Or was I mean, he, the he only should one that just didn't? go home. But most of them were sort of seemingly like based around oh, yeah, but I don't the like arts. jazz. Oh, no one likes Ooh. jazz. Yeah, so no. go home. He's really into his jazz. He's yeah. going to be like... Jamming in the lounge? Uh-uh. There was um, another something else I picked out from briefly dipping into the sort of thousands of comments in the real pod corner was there was a lot of hatred for the perfume combination that um, that I think it was Joe gave her, the perfume, right. and it was like vanilla and rose and... Oh, that's, they're quite competing. But she seemed to quite like it. I might have made those... I think she up, might be like the... No, no, they were. They did seem like an odd combo. It she liked like the she idea. liked the fact of it yeah. more than... She literally the idea said, of it rather than the but she said, of it. oh, he's done good. Yeah, but I think it's also, <laughs> to a certain extent, the aesthetic qualities of the gifter. So he, he actually got the, he got the first one-on-one. Yeah, and she did say he was the hottest on the red carpet. Yeah, right. Okay, so he, they went canyoning. I, I don't even want to do that, either. Was Looked anyway. right. It, I thought the long drop, so to speak, <laughs> looked quite frightening. Yeah. 
Um, it was a lovely date, and then they went to a champagne bar or something, was it? What so I'd be up for to? that part. What did they go to? Was it, it, was a yeah, it was a champagne, champagne bar. bar. I think my downfall on if I was to ever go on a show like this would be that seemingly all of the bachelors or bachelorettes, whoever's the mm. main cast member, loves just doing shit like that, and mm. I have no interest. But the champagne bar, that I'd be quite happy to do that. Okay, hot tip. Here's what you do. When you're filling out your application form and they're like, do you yeah. have any fears? You say, I have... Yeah, a, champagne. A, a excruciating fear of champagne. Very and relaxing. <laughs> I cannot relax. Yeah. I'm always doing things. I never want to just, you know, chill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I love, I and love, I love spiders. I love, I love bungee jumping. <laughs> I love spiders. I love canyoning, whitewater yeah. rafting. I love stand-up of... comedy. Yeah, really <laughs> big fan of that. Speaking of which, there was a joke-off challenge. Um, Far out. The best, yeah. the, the best bit of, like, honestly, both episodes for me was when uh, Dave got really excited when he saw Melanie Bracewell. Yes. <laughs> It's like Melanie Bracewell. She's the funniest woman in the world. And that's all. I just loved it. I don't know why it was so Kiwi. It was. It was beautiful. That was one of the worst sequences of reality TV I've that seen. That said. It was so. I, look, I, I know Mel, like, like her a lot. And yet, was she supposed to be a coach? Because if she was supposed to be a coach. It does reflect quite poorly on her. The quality of her. <laughs> like, these are some of the results of her coaching. Man juggles lemons, mm-hmm. man eats raw egg, and then what? What was the? What was the? Then man, man tells intimidable, seemingly yep, unfunny story. story. That's three of your four outcomes. Then one guy who sort of was still passable. quite bad, but was definitely better. Well, he's the only one who did some actual jokes. It was a joke off, and yeah. he did jokes. One joke and one story. Crazy bad hit rate. So another another great quote that I wrote down was: "There's definitely more to me than being an idiot and eating eggs," which you hope so. at the stage we're yet to we see where there that. is in fact more but to him than that. I don't think he planned to eat that egg. By the way, no. I feel like that was a, a desperate last minute kind is of fight or flight he got, type response. The other guy got the punchline right, yeah. and he was like, "Well, I can't just say it now. I have to just eat, eat this the, entire eat, raw egg." Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and then it dripped, and he still put it Ooh, back oh in. Oh God, God! I mean, he would have got bits of shell okay. in as well. Okay. Oh, terrible! I've got, okay. a, I've got a meeting. Okay, <laughs> I mean that's kind of it, really. To be honest with you, it's it's early it's early days. Uh, Jared, Ben, Braden, and Itai went home. I thought uh, Braden and Jared were surprising. There was that one other yeah. guy yes. I'd never seen the whole episode, so yeah, of course he was going to go. Itai kind of gave me sort of. Kind of creeped me out a bit. I think Etai was the. I think he's a comedian or a, a, a wannabe comedian, right? So I feel like he maybe, works on information technology. Yeah. Maybe he was there to be. He wanted his moment in the spotlight. It was very short. Um, yeah, I, I think he was genuine, but you know, they, they, there was the main thing is they kept Zach on. Zach screamed yeah. like funny man who is going to be tossed immediately, but that felt like a producer's rose. 100%. And I'm very glad they gave Jared perfect. a video. Yeah. Why do you give him a give him a video? Give him a, give him a pre-roll then... just to just because he had because he had good grabs. He had yeah. some great yeah. grabs, worthy of a video. But um, she sent him home. In fact, it was a little tense when she looked like she was just sending home people of color. Yeah, yeah for a hot, yeah, hot was... second there. Yeah. But then also Brandon. So yeah. his handshakes. Old well, just amazing that he got his hands out, out of, of the. Jacket. I was thinking of that when you said show. that. I was like, maybe that's all part of it. Maybe it's all part of the handshake. Just like an the, enormous. The reveal. Like I do actually have hands and look what I can do with them. Ever seen. All right, that's it. That is the real pod. We will be back next we week. We are back. We are we are back, and we will continue to be back. Yeah. And uh, we'd like to say a big thank you to the spin-off members. Thank you to the Cornies who've been hanging out. Thank you to Tina. For such a long time for this. Thanks. Thank you to Stuart. Thanks, Stuart. Thanks for having me. So Lund. Oh, look at that! Got yeah. it. What a way to finish the show. Thank you. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week.
Kia ora e tewi, te ai he Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.